Hey, today's episode is about managing how much attention we're able to give others and ways to be more centered. I'm glad you're here. So I wanted to just talk today about what's been on my mind recently and share some tools that have helped me refocus my mind and recharge. I'm someone who tends to drop everything for people I love. This is not inherently a bad thing, of course, but it does become harmful when I allow other people's issues to take precedence or higher importance over mine. Also, I've noticed that when people come to me to just tell me an issue they're having or straight up ask for advice, I feel like I have to give this great answer and all of a sudden it's my job to fix their problem. And sometimes I'm able to do that, but sometimes I really push myself to fulfill this role I've created for myself. It's funny because it's completely fabricated in my mind that I have to fix people's problems or give them great advice right away, but I don't. I realize the people who come to me with their problems also aren't expecting me to drop everything or work really hard to tell them what to do. Often people really just need someone to listen or help them think it through for themselves. I've always been that friend that people come to for advice, which is so flattering and I love helping people I care about. But this doesn't mean that I have all the answers and that I don't mess up in my own life at all. I find myself saying, I really need to take my own advice often. When I get this compulsion to tell someone how to fix their problem, or at least how I would go about it, they aren't really learning how to fix it on their own, you know? And a lot of the time, people actually know deep down what the best decision for them is. I won't always be there, but also I'm not an expert. And if I'm in their position, I would do what makes most sense for me, but that action might be different for them. This role I've forced on myself is really emotionally taxing, But again, it's completely my fault. When someone asks me for help or shares their problem with me, I read it as, Somia, I need your help now. You must drop everything and work this out with me. So that's incorrect. No one is saying that to me ever, and I need to stop reading it like that. I've already planned out every minute of every day for the next two and a half weeks, planning out school and tests and commitments and much-needed trips I'm taking soon. And on top of that, there's the election. Uh, I'm actually recording this on November 3rd, so I'm unaware of who our president will be for the next four years, but we'll probably not know for sure for a couple weeks. So all of that for context, I don't have a lot of extra time right now or energy or emotional bandwidth to deal with other people's problems in the way that I have been by taking them on as my own. So I've started to just be honest with my friends when I can't give them my full attention or if I don't know the answer right away. And it turns out they're completely fine with it. I've also tried to just listen to others when they're talking about an issue that they're having. It seems to ease people to talk things through and it definitely helps me. So I was thinking about why I create this role for myself and I think it's because I have this feeling that I need to be on all the time. And saying no is hard and I don't wanna disappoint people I care about. This stems from the idea that being vulnerable is a weakness. It's absolutely not. Vulnerability and emotions are what makes us human. And yes, 
being vulnerable is how we get hurt. It's also how we strengthen connections with others. Being vulnerable also looks like saying, I don't have time to help you with this right now, so go with what you think is best. Or, that sounds really frustrating. I can help you later when I'm done with this. Putting yourself first doesn't make you a bad friend. It actually makes you a better one. Like, I want to give people advice and be there for them because I want to, not because I'm forcing myself to. I also want to be present and be able to hear them and give them the attention they deserve. I can't do that if I'm lacking in the self-care department. Acknowledging that you need to recharge emotionally or mentally is reason enough to say you're not available right now. How are people supposed to know how you're feeling if you don't say anything, you know? Odds are, if they're a good friend, they'll understand. And also, then they know that they can feel comfortable setting boundaries too when they're not able to give you the attention at that moment, and they'll know that you'll understand. So now I'm going to talk about the self-care I've been doing to recharge like I've been talking about. Earlier in the summer, I went with my mom for a weekend to this retreat center called the Himalayan Institute. This center specializes in holistic health, which means being centered and connected with your physical, emotional, and spiritual needs. The weekend we went on focused on motion as medicine. So we learned about the positives of moving our body every day and the long-term health benefits from that. So we also learned about meditation and how to do it and the benefits. Whenever I've tried meditating before, it was almost impossible to calm my mind and I found it really boring. When I left the center, I had a whole different perception of meditation. It is mainly about being focused on yourself and your breathing and your senses in the moment. Before I started meditating before bed, I would lay there, wouldn't be able to fall asleep for like an hour or two because I could not calm my mind. It was a horrible cycle because I wouldn't get great sleep and then be foggy the next day then my mind would race again at night. Meditation got rid of that completely. I also noticed it made me so much happier and positive. I think this is because through meditation, I grounded myself, meaning I went about my day afterward, being present and conscious of myself without too many invading thoughts and worries. It also helped me redirect my worries and anxieties into energy to get things on my list done. I meditate off and on now, but I am constantly using different elements and tools from meditation in my everyday life. So when I meditate, I sit in the same spot in my room every time, so my body knows it's time to unwind and focus. I either sit on a pillow or a blanket, but make sure my knees are lower than my hips, because you can sit longer like that and it's more comfortable. It's important here to focus on relaxing all your muscles and be aware of your senses. What does the room smell like? What do you hear? What do you feel? This makes my mind stop and solely focus on what's around me and what I feel like. I thought like, okay, sitting here and relaxing is calming, but what are five or 10 minutes gonna do? Or like, how is it gonna affect my day? Oh, it does. It also helped me focus on the energy I look for that my mom and I talked about in the last episode. Meditation has given me a perspective on what's important and how to go about dealing with problems. It's given me a whole new holistic approach and also empowered me so much because I feel solid in my purpose and my journey in this body. So back to managing the time and energy I give to my friends. 
I'm still working on it, but I'm better able now through meditation to notice when I need to recharge and when I am able to give my full attention. What's so refreshing about meditation is the stillness. We are constantly on the go in this society and filling up our days with tasks, and it's really easy to forget the importance of just taking a moment to center ourselves and breathe and just be still. Stillness gives us perspective. Stillness gives us the mental clarity we need in order to be our best selves and to give ourselves the care we need. Especially right now in the crazy dystopian world we live in. Try meditating. What's the harm? If you have five minutes before bed or when you wake up, try it and let me know how it's going. Also, let me know if meditation has helped you. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I would love to hear your thoughts. Also, if you want to hear more about my spiritual journey or mindfulness, let me know. Namaste. Mwah.